It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. The Boyardi name has reached tables across America for more than 70 years, and most Americans have fond memories of the iconic Chef Boyardi brand. From a very young age, Anna Boyardi spent countless hours helping her mother and grandmother kneading and folding and listening to stories as rich as the tortellini she and her mother would work to perfection. And she's joining us today on Amy's Table to talk to us about delicious memories, recipes, and stories from the Chef Boyardi family. Hi, Anna. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for joining us. You know, I saw a piece on you and your family on CBS Sunday Morning, and I was just amazed to learn so much about your famous family. And and what was it like growing up in such an iconic household? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I get asked that question quite a bit. And, you know, the, the truth is, is I think that... Um, Growing up, I was sort of, especially, you know, when I was younger, I was really unaware of how big and, and iconic the brand was. To me, you know, my Uncle Hector, whose face is on the can, was just my Uncle Hector. And But I did grow up with a real love and appreciation for food. And, and I think you can't grow up in our family and not, um, like I said, at least have an appreciation for, for good food. And, and there's always good food around. So that was really the bonus of growing up in my family. Well, you know, it's funny to say, but I was thinking to myself that even though your family's Italian, Chef Boyardi is almost as uh, American as apple pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but of course, it's a very different cuisine in your book and, and very different cuisine that you that you grew up with. And, you know, tell us a little bit about you. You started this book because so many of the women you knew, young women, couldn't cook. Exactly. I mean, I had, you know... Uh, I sort of took for granted that I was, you know, um, really raised with and, and had such a strong foundation in food because I spent so much time in the kitchen and everyone in my family cooks and, and really took for granted that other people didn't have um, that advantage. And I started um, teaching cooking classes in New York City just for fun, uh, just to sort of get inspire people to get in the kitchen and start cooking and um I, you know, I, I, everyone would always ask me about my family, and there was always so much interest in the story, and then there was also so much interest in, in you know, the food that I was cooking, and, and I sort of decided to combine the two and, and write the book, and, um, you know, I wanted to share all of these incredible family recipes that are really, um, you know, germane to my family and also a specialty of, of Piacenza, which is where I'm from in Italy, and also where my uncle Hector and my grandfather were from. So I wanted to share these great recipes and also, you know, show sort of like the other side of Chef Boyardi. And I wanted people to know that there was a real family behind the brand, but um, and not just a real family, but a family that also has a real culinary history. Well, you know that the book is beautifully illustrated with photographs and retro uh, ads for the Chef Boyardi line. But so many of the recipes are simple and comforting and classic and really not that hard to do. What were some of the simplest and, and first things that you taught in your classes or taught people who didn't really know how to cook? Well, it's funny because... Um when I was putting the book together, I sort of really used the class as as um, as like a testing ground, so to speak. You know, like for my you know for myself and for recipes, because I wanted even someone that was a novice cook to be able to um, to, to make something from the book. Because I, I hate when you get a cookbook and it's so complicated that you just are so intimidated re- reading the recipe that you never even right. want to attempt it. 
and I really wanted to do the opposite with my book, and um, and it's also the opposite that I do with my class. So one of like a, one of there's a few great recipes that are really really simple, um, and one of them is this this penne with broccoli that you only need one pot, um, and it's so simple. And you and, and you you know you cook the broccoli first, and then when when your water comes to a second boil, you throw in your pasta and cook to the time of of the pasta, and then you add in some olive oil and some pecorino cheese and pepper, and you end up with this really um, delicious and actually really creamy pasta. And it was like a huge hit in my class when I made it because everyone's always like, I don't know how to cook, and I don't, I'm intuitive to make a sauce. So I was always trying to think of things sort of from my repertoire that I, that I thought someone could really pull off at home and, and feel confident in attempting on their own. So that was one of the recipes um, another one of my favorite recipes just now, given the season that we're in when you can find great tomatoes, is uh, this pasta that's made with roasted tomatoes. And all you really need is a cookie sheet. And you can do everything in the oven, and um, you just get this really wonderful, flavorful pasta. And it's also a nice time because if you don't, it's also being summer, and you don't want to maybe stand over a stove and deal with a sauce. And, you know, they're all sort of, uh, there's a lot of what I call foolproof recipes in the book. So, you know, I, I'm. I, I feel confident that there's something in there for everyone, whether you're just starting or whether you're already, um, you know, a seasoned cook. And I put recipes in there, like the uh, tortelli recipe, that are a little bit more complicated so that there was something for everyone. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because obviously you you talk about tomato in the second recipe we just discussed, but the first one, there's not a tomato, there's not a meatball, there's nothing like those cans of the Chef Boyardee. What do you think are some of the people's um, biggest misconceptions about Italian cuisine as you teach it to people and as you share the recipes in your book, that there's so much more than red sauce and meatballs? Yeah, that's (laughs) true. And I think that's, you know, a lot of people think that that really all, that's all that Italian food really is, is spaghetti and meatballs. And that's really sort of farther, you know, far from the truth. And, um, you know, food in Italy is still very regional. Like what, how you find certain things in Milan, you would never find them in Rome. And it's very different in Naples. But um, in the north where I'm from, we don't necessarily have access to a lot of red meat. So that's not really part of our cuisine. But what we do have are um, incredible vegetables. So we, there's a lot of uh, vegetarian cooking, actually, um, in Italian food. And, uh, you know, there's, I, I think people think Italian food can also, is also to be very complicated, but really Italian food in its purest form is very sort of simple, and it's really about just really good ingredients. Yes. Um, you know, a lot, you know, good olive oil, good tomatoes, good, you know, good, good pasta, <laughs> fresh pasta. We have great fruit, um, a lot of, you know, things that maybe, you know, we do eat a lot of rabbit and veal and those types of, of meats, which aren't necessarily so popular in the United States. But, um, you know, a lot of great chicken dishes that are flavored with like fresh sage and rosemary and onions and, you know, just. Mm-hmm. A lot of really savory, uh, wonderful meals. Simply and beautifully prepared, of course. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously there is one truism about Italian food, and that is great pasta. And I know that a lot of people love to cook it. Do you have any tips for pairing the pasta type to the sauce that you serve it with? Well, it really depends. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it depends on um, if you're making, um, let's say, like a bolognese sauce, and you want... 
um, you know, you want the pasta to, to be able to pick up the sauce and, and adhere to the sauce. So, you know, I like, if you're doing a bolognese sauce, I always recommend doing, um, and it's also a, uh, a heavier sauce, so it's nice to pair with, like, a spaghetti. Mm-hmm. Um, or so, you know, um, if you're doing something like um, a pasta and you're doing, like, a sausage and, and broccoli, like, a sauce, and maybe you want to pair it with like an orecchiette, like the ones that are like a little ear, because you want the pasta to be able to scoop up those wonderful, um, you know, pieces of sausage. And again, it's a little bit um, heavier. So you just, you know, the, the, there are just certain things to think about yeah. when, you're, when you're putting the two together. So the scale and the shape of the pasta should match sort of the scale and the weight of the sauce. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's a good tip. Well, if you're just joining us, we're speaking with Anna Boyardi about her book, Delicious Memories, Recipes and Stories from the Chef Boyardi family. And again, so interesting to learn all about the brand and the family behind the brand. And Anna has uh, shared with us the Leaving Home Penne Regatte with broccoli that she just mentioned. I'm going to put that on amystable.com. But Anna, where can we send people? Do you have a website we can send them to? I do. And I actually just started a blog called annasdish.com, A-N-N-A-S, dish.com, where I'm going to be posting recipes and tips and tricks um, weekly and and sort of share my own adventures in food um, with my readers. And I also have a website, AnnaBoyardi.com, and I get always get lots of emails actually to my website. Sometimes people that are experimenting with my recipes and have a question, or sometimes it's just, uh, you know, like I, all the time I'll get emails about people write me and say, can I find the recipe for beefaroni in this book? <laughs> Uh, no, you will not find the recipe for beefaroni in the book, but you will find a lot of other, you know, just great family recipes. <laughs> oh, that's great. Well, it's been wonderful to talk to you and continued success with the book and your new blog. And we'll put all of your information on amystable.com. Anna Boyardi, thank you for joining us. Thank you so much. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q. This episode is sponsored in part by U.S. Bank. What if I told you there's a credit card that's made for every kind of foodie? That's why I'm excited to share the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card with you today. Card holders get four times the points on restaurant deliveries, takeout orders, and dine-in meals. Yeah, you can rack up points when you eat out or you order in. Plus, the card gets you two times points on groceries, even delivery, streaming services, and gas or EV charging station pit stops. And if you apply today at usbank.com slash altitude go, you'll earn 20,000 bonus points after spending $1,000 within the first 90 days. You deserve a credit card that gives you more and more and more. Apply to become an Altitude Go cardholder at usbank.com slash altitude go. The creditor and issue of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA, Inc. Some restrictions may apply. Ahem, I am trying to fix my reputation here and that's not helping. Much better. See, everyone thinks witches cook in cauldrons, wear pointy hats, and that we're bad neighbors. But really, we're just trying to get through our to-do list like everyone else. My secret? Shipped same-day delivery. With Shipped, I can get what I need for Halloween delivered in a snap. Get in on the secret at shipped.com slash magic. That's S-H-I-P-T dot com slash magic.